In mid-March 2020, all of us were asked to shelter in place. That request came from medical professionals. Laura Rook and Nate Berger are two recently married actors living in Chicago and, like all of us, are watching movies to pass the time. Only one problem. Laura likes musicals. Nate loves Marvel superheroes. Can two young newlyweds share separate film passions while sheltering in place without driving each other crazy? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is, wherever you are. I'm Austin Titchener, one-third of the Reduced Shakespeare Company, and you're listening to this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast, number 698, Marvel Musical Movies. All right, so I, do, I kind of described you there as an odd couple, but you're not an odd couple. You've been together for a very long time. You've only been married for a short while, but how did you guys meet? We understudied a new play called Hysteria together that is about uh, born-again Christianity intersecting with sex. And so, like, our sort of first interaction with each other was dry humping, and that was, like, that was what we did for work. We dry humped each other, and I was like, nice yes! Yes. Ah, uh, like, romance. <laughs> and this was before the before the advent of intimacy choreographers. Totally. Way before that, yeah. yeah. But we were we were still friends. I had a boyfriend, and then uh, that relationship ended, and then this started. <laughs> yeah. and then this thing started. Um, well, not only are you guys uh, 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 married now and surviving, but you seem to be thriving through this fantastic um, uh, cultural project that you have engaged on. Totally cultural. <laughs> totally cultural. Laura, I've got this right. Laura, you love movie musicals. Nate, you love the Marvel superhero movies, the MCU, the Marvel Cin Cinematic Universe. Correct. How Thank did you, you decide yeah. to share those, combine those impulses? I think, it was, like, we've been talking about it for a long time because, um, her, funnily, Laura has, the only movie that she'd seen before we started doing this was Endgame, the final movie. Oh, and, my gosh. Going backwards. <laughs> because, because I really wanted to watch it. Uh, and so we'd, like, rented it. And she was like, I'll watch it with you. And she knit through the whole thing. And was just like, I don't understand any of this. And so we talked about it for a while just in terms of like, well, you should really invest in the way that the universe is built because it's meticulously just like layered on top of each other again and again and again. And it's this, it's this really great payoff that I think you kind of were robbed of in watching Endgame. And, it's, and it is honestly a great example of serialized storytelling. I mean, it's serialized corporate storytelling. It's kind of amazing how they've done it. Yeah, totally. And, you know, I mean, they kind of all sort of follow a similar uh, formula after a time, but it's it's genuinely enjoyable every fire trucking time for me. So, like, I'm I'm always excited to rewatch them. And it's been nice for me to, like, reengage with the ones that I liked and the ones that I didn't like so much and why and try to reevaluate my initial opinions. And then as we were talking about, it, Laura was like, well, if I'm going to have to watch those. <laughs> then I think that you need to get a musical theater education. 
Which is, and so Laura, was it, was it, uh, uh, were, were you motivated by revenge then? Or was there an aha moment where you went, you saw a mar moment in a Marvel movie and went, you know what this is like? You know, there's this Scottish town that only appears every couple of years. <laughs> um, no, I was, uh, it was more like, it's just a thing. I'm always trying to push more, more of a musical theater education on me. Because I, I started as a musical theater major and I love musicals. And I love movie musicals and I'm always trying to get him to like, I just want to watch something with a big dance number all the time. Who doesn't? Exactly. <laughs> um, and so before we even started this, I was like, okay, at least watch. And they're like great roles for him too. I'm like, you have to play Harold Hill one day. You have to watch Music Man or, you know, so we've done a couple. And then I, and then I don't know, just like as quarantine started, we were like, this is a great structure. We do a Marvel movie. And then you have to watch a musical and then we just alternate and pair them. Um, and what and were some of the, I, I mean, I'm imagining that you must have loved Captain America. That has a big musical number. Um, yeah, uh, totally. Guardians of the Galaxy has an 11 o'clock number and a great opening number. Um, but you put it out on Facebook too, asking for suggested pairings. And I know you got a lot of great suggestions. What were some of the greatest examples of the perfect pairings of a Marvel movie to a movie musical? Yeah, I should get our list out. Um, but yeah, so, and we still have a long way to go. Mm -hmm. But um, the suggestion to do one of the last ones that we did was do Little Shop with Avengers Age of Ultron. Like, oh. Like nurturing, like having created this thing that like it just wants to take over the world and it's completely out of your control. That was a good pair. Yeah, and I think like some of them, we've the ones that have been really interesting to me are the ones that were sort of accidentally great. Yeah, like yeah. like we sort of started with one thing and then as you watch it, you start to go, oh no, but there's a lot more. Like yeah. the one that I really like, the two that I thought were really good surprises were Thor. Uh, with Jesus Christ Superstar. Ooh. Because there's just like so much like excessive hair and weirdness and taking yourself too seriously in a very unserious environment. Great abs. Or vice versa. Lots of shirtless people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, when this first started, it was like, oh, what we're learning is movie musicals and Marvel movies have a lot of shirtless, very in shape. Yeah men yeah there, there's also altruistic death is a major part of plot line yeah, self-sacrifice oh, absolutely uh, well and 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 i i guess you could argue argue that every um every superhero story is the jesus story yeah sure absolutely right? the yeah. one the one who's come to save us all well that makes all right that's lovely so did but, you but he's also, Thor is a son of a god too. So right. it's a more literal parallel yeah, too. Yeah, I was like son of God, sacrificing himself. Odin. We're watching Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh my god, my mind is being blown. This is this is how I might get my wife to watch the Marvel movies with me. Literally. Godspeed. Oh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang was good too. That was the accident. Oh yeah, what pairs with Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? Iron Man three. Iron Man three. Now I have a reason and excuse to watch that movie. Why does it pair so well? Uh, they are both mechanics who are like tinkering at something. Uh, there's cute kids in both of them. Yeah. But they both use the word tinker a lot <laughs> in both of those movies. Caractacus pots and pepper pots. Pots and oh pepper my pots. God. Of course. Pepper, pepper pot. Caractacus pots is now canon for the MCU. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe they're related. Maybe she's like a great great granddaughter or something. Well, you know? I know you're you you're you're checking your list there. Did um yeah. did you find a movie or have you found yet a movie a Marvel movie that pairs with uh, one of my favorites, seventeen seventy six? Ooh, we haven't yet. Have um, not yet. But I think like basically, so you know, the baseline is the Marvel Cinematic Universe has a given timeline. So we're watching them in release order. And then usually we either we take some suggestions from people or as we watch the for the Marvel movie, um, Laura can go, okay, what is what it's is what is a good parallel? That's a uh, good way to do it. That sounds like a great way to do it. Seventeen seventy six might match up with the Avengers, actually. A band of warring factions coming together to save the world. Damn, we did the bandwagon with the Avengers. Which oh. was actually really good too, it because good. it was a band of. It's just a smaller scale. Well, and it <laughs> was like going to save a, a crappy musical. And Tony, and Tony Stark has a has a huge barn, and they put on this show. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it was like gathering like the talent too. Bandwagon was like, we got to find this director, and we got to find this yeah. dancer, and we got to. And the first Avengers is like, oh, this guy, this guy, this guy. But another Avengers, seventeen six might, seventeen seventy six might work, or Civil War. We still have to watch Captain America: Civil War. Ooh, yeah, that might be very good. There's some more contemporary musicals too that have been great, like mm -hmm. like ones from the seventies, like Jesus Christ Superstar, or like Hair, or Cabaret is just like a cool film. What paired up with Hair? Guardians. Oh, Guardians one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I was just like, great soundtrack, you know, like it's a great mixtape type of musical. Yep. And Burger always reminds me of Chris Pratt. And then Burger in Hair, I'm like, that's another role you have to, like, you should play Burger. Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, and your quarantine beard is getting better and better for these exactly. roles. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. You're working um, hard. You're working yeah. hard, hardly working. There you go. I'm excited for Guardians 2, uh, where he like goes and search for his dad. Yeah. We're going to do that with Mamma Mia. Because it's a jukebox musical. Oh, excellent. Excellent. You're listening to Tim Minchin randomly standing here with Austin in uh, Washington, D.C., and you are listening to the Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast. Wow. Where can you RSC the RSC? Right now, the best place to see the remote Shakespeare Company is online. We've created a brand new page at our website, ReducedShakespeare.com, where right this second you can watch us perform many of our epic abridgments from the comfort of your own shelter. Right now, you can see The Ring Reduced, where we transform Wagner's 17-hour ring cycle into a brief and palatable 23-minute musical film. Lost Reduced, where we cram the first five seasons of the landmark TV show Lost into 10 minutes. Our appearances on two Jeopardy! tournaments of Champions, 
plus some brand new videos recorded and shot especially for right now by me and Matthew Croak. You can also see the almost two-hour video Q&A that Reed Martin and I conducted on our Facebook page last weekend and our reduced reunion of over 50 RSC actors, stage managers, and wardrobe goddesses from at least four different time zones over the last 30 years. Just go to our website, ReduceShakespeare.com, and click on the Remote Shakespeare Company link. We'll continue to add to this page, so be sure to bookmark it. You can grab your very own copy of Pop-Up Shakespeare, written by me and Reed Martin and beautifully illustrated by Jenny Mazels. It is perfect for homeschooling little kids of any age, and it's on sale worldwide. And you can find links to both Amazon and independent bookstores in the U.S. and the U.K. on our website. We're also hoping to do a live Facebook Q&A with Jenny Mazels in a couple of weeks, so stay tuned for that. And if you're hearing me now, please leave a five-star review for us wherever you get your podcast. Just pull over to the side of the road, stop walking for a second, click over, leave the five-star review. It helps boost the algorithm so other people can discover the RSE podcast. As always, the very best way to stay up to date about all of our worldwide performance dates is to sign up for the Reduced Reader, our email newsletter. Go to ReducedShakespeare.com and click on the link to subscribe and check out our touring page for a specific box office, venue, and ticket information. Now back to my conversation with Laura Rook and Nate Berger talking about more excellent Marvel musical movie pairings. Well, the pairing that's occurring to me now, um, speaking of theater, speaking of Shakespeare, speaking of musicals, Ant-Man and the Wasp with Kiss Me Kate. Oh, great. That's a great idea. Great. I'm in. We just watched Ant-Man last night, actually. The first one. That's where we are. And what do we think pairs with Ant-Man? Laura? How to succeed in business without really trying. Oh! Horrific Facebook suggestion by our friend Jamal. I was like, oh shit, that's good. That's yeah. great. You can, I can absolutely see Paul Rudd singing, I believe in you to himself. Totally. <laughs> I uh, love this. And they're all, I mean, like some of them are like just fluffy garbage, but that's also kind of the whole point of the project is like, this is great to do right now where we feel like the world is on fire and that the gloom and doom is like coming to get us. Yeah. We turn something that's like super fluffy and silly or like, you know. And it's given us like a, a good structure for the that's way the true. days move too. Right. At this point, it's like we know tomorrow we're going to watch a Marvel music or Marvel movie at night and then we can use the next day to figure out what we want to watch and then on Wednesday, we can watch a musical at night, you know, so we have something to look forward to over the course of a schedule-less day. And we're not scrolling forever through Netflix trying to, like, pick something like you always do, you know? We're like, okay, we just know what we're watching tonight. We don't have to, like, yeah. argue about it or think about it, you know? It's good to have a plan. Totally yeah. good to have a plan. Uh, well, and now I'm thinking uh, Black Widow could pair with uh, Lady in the Dark. Ooh. Oh man. I don't is there a, I don't know if there's a movie of Lady. I think there is, but I don't think it's I don't think it's very good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm excited then because now we're planning ahead for MCU phase 4. Like Black oh. Widow isn't even out yet. Well, and do we know yet? Yes. I, I mean, I love what you're saying that structure is so important when it comes to binging. Cuz you yeah. can't waste your time scrolling and trying to figure. Yeah. And has it uh uh has this experiment uh helped either of you appreciate the values of the movies you're being introduced to? 
Yeah. Have. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Honestly. Definitely. Like I think, you know, I don't I, I'm not a snob, but like, you know, I Well I, clearly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. But I I work largely in classical theater and I'm like, well, I do a lot of Shakespeare. I don't you know. But there is so much I mean, you know, you speak in a heightened moment, you flip into verse. In a heightened moment, you flip into song. And it's a thing you hear over and over again when you get like a sort of standard theatrical education. But it's really nice to just give yourself time to actually indulge in that sort of subgenre of of what we do. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's made me take the Marvel movies, like really appreciate how stupid they are. Because when they were coming out every, you know, like two a year, you were like, awesome. I'm so stoked for this next chapter. And now I'm like, they're pretty stupid. I love these movies. They're so stupid. They're <laughs> fun. They're yeah. just fun to watch. Well, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. it's nice to take, I mean, I've been going through a, um, an apocalyptic movie jam. Ooh, that's good. You know, so I've been watching Contagion, which is amazing. Outbreak, which is terrible. Shaun of the <laughs> Dead, which is amazing. It's my all-time favorite movie. Me too. If yeah, awesome. if you like Notting Hill but thought it needed zombies, Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> is. But now as you talk about the movies too, and as you talk about your Shakespeare, it seems like the better companion to um Captain America Civil War would be West Side Story, doesn't it? Oh my Ooh, god, you genius. Right. Let's do it. Let's do that. And and you know, part of the thing is like some of them have been about like, well, never I've never seen most of these, and I totally have seen West Side Story. Right the only musical my dad would ever listen to when we were little and he listened to it all the time <laughs> but like i will totally rewatch it i haven't seen it since i was like 15 probably. yeah some of them they're just worth rewatching. absolutely the marvel movies there's some that i'm the, i've seen the guardians movies and i've seen endgame oh yeah that's right you saw guardians so too. and did i watch another avengers i think i watched one of the later avengers before endgame infinity war yeah I don't remember. Because you were Either trying way. to prep me. Yeah. But anyway, so like the rule of like you've seen it before is starting to go out the window too. Or it's like you've seen it, but you saw it like years ago. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. But it's great. I mean, it does give you a plan. It gives you a plan for the future of this quarantine, but also a plan for the future of Marvel movies. Totally. Yeah, you know, for funny. phase four, as you're talking about. That's it for this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast. Send us your favorite Marvel musical movie pairing via email to feedback at reducedshakespeare.com. You can also find us and interact with other fans on our dedicated podcast page on Facebook at RSE Podcast, on Instagram at Reduced Shakespeare Company, or on my preferred platform on Twitter at Reduced. You can also follow me on Twitter at Austin Titchener. Thanks, as always, to friendly neighborhood Matthew Croak, Web services by Ginger Power Limited, music by John Weber and Garage Band. Our random fan shout out this week goes to Suzanne McAllister. No reason, it's just random. Special thanks to Tim Minchin, the composer and lyricist for the musical Matilda, which might make an excellent pairing for Black Widow once it gets turned into a movie. And finally, thanks very much to you for listening. Please stay safe and stay home. I'm Austin Titchener, 698 2094ths of the Reduced Shakespeare Company. Thank you so much for this the noble 
cultural work that you guys are doing and, and the path that you are creating for all of us. I think the only thing I, I can say to you is Excelsior. Yes, man. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say it if you didn't. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> I couldn't think of a musical thing to say. What would a musical? I, I have no idea. A five, six, seven, eight. That's on the list too. I gotta figure out where Chorus Line goes. Ooh, maybe in one of the Spider-Man movies. God, I hope I get her. I hope I get her. You little genius. All right, let's. And he like really wants the job, right? Yeah. Peter Parker. Totally. Yeah, he's that's right. In, in Tony Stark is oh. Zach, the director. Oh, dope. <laughs> Great. Oh, yes. We got another pairing. This podcast is a production of the Reduce Shakespeare Company. Reducing expectations since 1981. Go to ReduceShakespeare.com for performance dates, actor bios, email newsletters, and so much less.